I wish I knew at 20 and um, looking back over years of doing ministry, years of just doing life period, uh, I guess it's left me with a lot of um, (laughs) bumps and bruises along the way, but also a lot of wisdom. And uh, just to dive right on in today, I want to talk about uh, specifically men versus women in ministry. Really, it it would apply to life period because it's a lot that I had to learn about the difference between men and women. Uh, being that I've been married to one for uh, coming up on almost 20 years, uh, I can't say that I have the whole thing figured out, but I definitely um, have some insights figured out. And I remember when I first got saved, um, you know, God beginning to kind of renew my mind and change my attitude and change my focus in a lot of directions. And one of that was just getting a better understanding of the differences in genders and how that relates to the kingdom of God and how that relates to how we relate to each other. And I remember reading this verse as a, as a very young believer, First um, Peter uh, chapter 3, verse 7, where it said, Husbands, in the same way, be considerate as you live with your wives and treat them with respect as the weaker partner and as heirs with you of the gracious gift of life so that nothing will hinder your prayers. And, you know, I kind of came from a, a bit of a liberal background. I came from sort of a hippy-dippy liberal background. And so when I read things like this, um, being someone that had been raised and treated uh, with, you know, the ideals of feminism and or the ideals of equality and things like that, you know, these were different things that were hard for me to reconcile with this new faith in Christ because I kind of was taught as a, you know, from society that the Bible was a chauvinistic, paternalistic kind of book, that it was a book that was geared towards men and only appealed to men in the sense of men having dominance and power over women, and it was used to, you know, put women into submission and X, 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 Y, Z. And so when I read verses like this, I was like, surely God can't be advocating that men are better than women when he says in the Word, or that Paul wrote, you know, as the weaker vessel or the weaker partner. Because in my mind, weaker equates to inferior. You know what I mean? If you get something that is a substance or a material and it is a weaker material, um, I automatically, in my head, thought, well, that's an inferior material. And I think that's part of a mental mindset that a lot of men have, that stronger equals better, weaker equals not better. But God's ways are not our ways. And, and the way that sometimes things are worded in Scripture, it helps to have context and it helps to have background and it helps to have understanding, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so in this case, um, I kind of struggled and wrestled with that verse for a while because obviously it's saying how men and women can relate to each other, but it's so emphatic that it actually says, regard them as, respect them as the weaker partner and as heirs of the gracious gift of life so that nothing will hinder your prayers. And I thought, man, I don't want anything to hinder my prayers. I don't want anything to hinder what God is doing in my life. So how do I put all this together? Because on one hand, it's saying that women are the weaker partner, but it's also saying that we're heirs in this gift of eternal life. And you have to also understand in the context of what Paul was writing at that time, you know, I mean, women were very much regarded um, as inferior. You know, there's an old 
rabbinical debate uh, from that time, or I should say around that time, you know, whether women even had souls. And so, yes, the scripture has been twisted in a lot of ways. The word has been used by men to manipulate women and to treat them as inferior or as not as equals. But the reality is that we all come to the cross on equal ground. And that is one of the amazing things, because if you study other scriptures where it says, you know, we are neither Jew nor free, male nor female, but we all are equal in Christ's sight, et cetera, et cetera. The point is, how do you rectify these two verses? Well, thank God for older godly wisdom uh, from older men and preachers that can break scripture down. And so when I heard this guy, he began to preach on this verse and he was basically talking about how when you're in ministry or really just in life, you don't want anything to hinder your prayers, much less um, your marriage. So what he basically said, and he equated this, and it always really stuck with me, he basically said that, and he, and he, he equated two different types of fabric, and I thought this was an amazing picture. He said, denim versus silk, and as I share this verse, as I share this, this whole entire background, the best way to equate this to is that women, for all intents and purposes, are like silk. Men, for all intents and purposes, are like denim. Now, they are two completely different fabrics. They have two completely different uses for the most part. They have two completely different ways of being fashioned and formed. And the reality is one is not inferior to the other. The actual fabric itself is used for two different purposes. Now, he began to break this down and he began to share and basically say that Denim is a fabric that's made for work. It is made to take the abuse. It is made to be tough. It is made uh, in a certain process, and it was used to go out there and, and in the world and, and to basically survive in a harsh environment. You know, the first denim jeans were made for cowboys because they had to, you know, essentially go out and be outside and do hard labor. Whereas something like silk was a prized commodity. It was so much so that, you know, they talk about the silk trade or the silk roads uh, that went to China, et cetera, et cetera. This was a precious commodity that was fashioned only in a certain particular way and, if anything, cost more. That silk was such a precious fabric that its value was infinitely higher than denim. And on top of that, it had to be cared for in a certain way. And silk was used in a, in, a, in a particular way, obviously, as a fine fabric for fine clothing. And this guy began to break this down and he began to explain is that um, men, for the most part, and again, there's overlaps and there's, there's men that are uh, just as sensitive as women. And there are women that are just as tough as men. But as a general rule, men are there to be the leaders, to be uh, the laborers, to be the ones that go out and are the providers, et cetera, et cetera. And it's not that women can't do these things too, obviously, but as a given natural bent, we have a nature as men to want to provide, to want to protect, to want to take the brunt of the world for our families, for our ministries, for our churches, et cetera, et cetera. That's our God-given way that God has made us. And women... And again, this is a generally speaking, but women are, 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 have a natural bent towards being caregivers, to being obviously a bit more sensitive or a bit more emotional 
because these things are, are the God-given ways that God created them to be caregivers and to, and to do it in an excellent way. I.e., the difference between denim and silk. And he began to break this down, and I began to understand is that the way that I would treat denim or the way that I would treat a pair of jeans is not the way I would treat a silk scarf or a silk jacket or a silk pair of pants. I would take silk, and it would have to be dry cleaned. I would have to treat it in a certain way. And I began to understand better is that the way that I relate to another man may be a bit more harsh, I guess you could say, than the way I should relate to another female. Now, as this applied to my marriage, I had to understand that I cannot speak to or treat or deal with my wife in the same way that I would deal with one of my friends who's a male. And I had to, in a lot of ways, relearn how to communicate, relearn how to deal with my wife, relearn in the context of ministry um, how to be effective and understanding that I can't treat denim the same way I treat silk. I can't treat my partner, my wife, the same way that I would treat my best friend. These things were very cathartic and and really sort of helped me to understand better and helped me. And I'm still in the process of learning. All these years later, I'm still in the process of learning how to handle these things better. But with those verses, I know what Scripture teaches and that Scripture teaches that those things will not hinder my prayers.